When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, welcome everybody to a very special edition of Sports Day, live from the Victorian dressing rooms at the MCG. Currently Queensland 5 for 105 after Victoria declared its first innings earlier today at 7 for 300. It is a special edition of Sports Day on SEN 1116 because we are going to be embedded essentially with the Victorian cricket team over the next half hour as they walk off after a long day in the dirt at the MCG. So we're into the last over. So after this uh, over is completed by Scott Boland, they'll come into the rooms and have a chat to myself, Adam White, and also Bryce McGain, who is with me. Now, Bryce, this used to be your lounge room for 10 years playing for Victoria. When we look around and you see all the lockers and the cricket bats and the cricket pads everywhere, there's shirts all over the place, looks like my bedroom. Um, <laughs> does it bring back memories? Yeah, it brings back great memories down under the MCG and uh, how exciting it was to represent Victoria and that was one of the really proud things that certainly wasn't lost on any of the players in the Victorian group was who we were representing, and that was the whole of Victoria, all the Victorians that live in Victoria, and the ones that were broader as well. We were one of the teams that had a great following wherever we went to, whether it be in Sydney or Brisbane. We appreciated the support of Victorians who would come down, especially up north. It happened a lot in Brisbane. We really felt at home, and we knew that we were representing them, and it certainly does bring back great memories. and just looking over to the area where I sat and next to me was Brad Hodge and uh, just a little bit further up, Bobby Quiney, Andrew McDonald. Everyone had their own spot and I'm looking forward to seeing the, the young Victorians come in now, today's version of them, and, and see where they settle into the rooms and uh, I guess continue to follow on that legacy. So the players will come in literally in minutes. There's only one ball left in the day. Scott Boland bowling the last over. He's bowling to Jimmy Pearson at the moment. We can see that through the television uh, that is uh, here in the rooms. But just to try and paint the picture picture a little bit, there's sort of navy blue leather chairs, armchairs for, for all the players. There's lollies, there's a newspaper. Um, then I look here, it's almost like a breakfast bar set up where there's uh, toasters and all sorts of things that you can sort of make your own food down here. Then a, a big fridge as well. And then, of course, you get the unbelievable lunches and afternoon teas as well that are cooked. So the players get looked after. Yeah, they do indeed and well catered for at the MCG and uh, it, it's a highlight um, from the bowling perspective when the bowlers, it, when it's batting time and you can really hoe into maybe a couple of serves of uh, what, what uh, the delicacies they put together. But also behind the scenes as, 
as we've seen a little bit on telly, I suppose, from a, an AFL perspective, um, you know, the, the ice baths, the recovery, the boys will be coming in and doing that, a big bowling effort um, from all the bowling attacks. Scott Boland leading that, of course. He got the late wicket today of Usman Kawaja, a big breakthrough for Victoria against Queensland. So um, that's, uh, I guess, some bragging rights for fellow Australian teammates as they competed against each other today. But... Uh, that, that's what will go on here. There'll be some activities that they'll do. The coach will probably debrief with the bowlers and the team at some point as well. So, look, we'll be across all that type of action and get a feel for what the players are feeling after the game. There was a debutante too for Victoria today, an exciting moment. He took his first wicket. He did, Doug Warren. So we'll try and speak to him as well. So we'll be down here for about 20 minutes or so and then we'll head upstairs into the commentary box. We'll talk about the World Cup heroics last night. Uh, with the Australians getting the job done over South Africa. Uh, Bryce and I were part of that coverage last night. It was uh, such a great night uh, at the cricket. Just uh, We're in the home rooms here, obviously, being Victoria, but also from an Australian perspective. So when we look up on the wall, we can see the, the honour board with all the test centuries and also the five-wicket performances. And we can see S.M. Boland, six for seven against England in December 2021. And we'll speak to Scott Boland very shortly. The players are actually now starting to, to head down to the race. Who do you want to talk to when they come down? Well, I'm keen to talk to Scott and see how he, he's going and see how, uh, how he's enjoying the fact of where he's been game on, game off now, where in the past we've seen him be so resilient. He can play every game, leading wicket-taker for many, many years, and then get that opportunity to represent Australia in an Ashes test and take six for seven, um, a, a monumental moment. And it was reminiscent of how he was bowling now. It was late in the day, and uh, and I, I remember back to talking to his brother in actual fact about how proud he is, Nick Boland, and uh, remembering how that, that, that went about. But uh, we do have the players coming down now, and, um, yeah, they're looking, uh, well, pretty satisfied with their day's work. Marcus Harris, the first to arrive, and then Will Sutherland. We might, we might go over to the captain. Come on, Bryce, let's go over to the captain and have a chat to him. Walking across. It's actually not, it's pretty neat sort of setup. Will, you're a happy captain. That wicket of Usman uh, late in the day has really set up uh, the match pretty much. Yeah, definitely. I think we'd have to be ahead in the game after that whitey. So, um, yeah, I think special mention to Bolo, who bowled unbelievably all day. Um, he's prime for the Aussie summer ahead. Um, but the boys are really good um, to have them halfway, at halfway during the match. is very good for us. So you've literally just walked off the field. You've been out there for 60 overs. You've just finished bowling yourself. How are you feeling? Like, are you tired or are you that fit and conditioned for these sorts of things? We're halfway through the match. How, how do you actually physically feel? I think most of the boys would be feeling pretty good. Um, I know Bolo bowled quite a lot, but, um, yeah, not too bad, I suppose. Ten overs for me. I'll do an ice bath and um, get the hydrolytes in and be ready to go for tomorrow. Um, I know the debutant was cramping um, there. He had that much After his celebration. After he, after he ran to the members stand there, so he'll have to recover probably, but we didn't bowl too much um, thanks to our batting, I suppose, in the first inning, so it sets us up nicely for tomorrow. Will you talk to the players as captain tonight or tomorrow, or do you let that kind of evolve? You've obviously got Chris Rogers as coach. What's your job as, as captain after a day's play? Um, I don't say too much after a day's play. Um, I like to speak in the huddle before um, our warm-up game, um, but normally just like to let the boys do their own thing, recover, um, stew over um, you know, any thoughts of their own game, and then we can have discussions overnight and then in the morning. Um, that's probably where, the, where my main messages come from. Because it, I think a lot of people think, and bring, I'll bring Bryce in here, that... There's lots of meetings. There's lots of things on the whiteboard with plans. It's not necessarily like that. Um, 
and I guess particularly over the course of, of a four-day game. Yeah, definitely. I reckon we, we like to do most of our meetings before the game. I think you do all that preparation and then um, you start to get narrow and narrow during a game and you're speaking less and less and it's yeah, basically keeping the messaging really simple. Um, so, yeah, I won't speak tonight. Um, coach might say a few words, but, yeah, I'll, I'll give a message in the morning. But boys know what the job is at hand and um, yeah, don't want to overcomplicate anything. Do you know how many kilometres you actually run or even steps or something like that? I know you've got your GPS figures over the course of a day. Oh, I reckon if you had a big day out in the field, you might be doing around 20Ks. Um, but, yeah, not much of that's high speed. But, yeah, I think Bolo bowling 16 overs in, um, you know, 55 overs in our little stint there is a very, you know, that's a decent effort. So um, he'll have to recover well because he'll be probably starting up tomorrow morning. But, um, yeah, the boys will be in good shape, I think. Well, thank you for letting us come in tonight. We really appreciate it and well done on, on a really good day's work. And we'll sort of walk, work our way around the room and talk to a few of the boys. No worries. Thanks, Whitey. Thanks, Bryce. Will Sutherland there. So, Bryce, let's head over to Scotty Bowen. You can have a chat to Scotty because uh, just get the coach out of the way. We don't want to talk to you, Chris. Scotty, I'm going to let uh, Bryce ask you a few questions. Sit down. You've just had a big day. <laughs> and you've got the big wicket of Aussie late in the day. Bryce, over to you. Yeah, I think importantly, um, a big bowling workload for you. It's, I, I suppose, in these situations, in these bowling conditions, probably at your ground, MCG bowling conditions where it is seaming around, you want the ball in your hand, don't you? Yeah, all time, um, <clears throat> and it's been good. Like we've got such a good bowling group at the moment that I feel like if one of us having an off day, we've got four other guys who can do the job. But we've been lucky enough that the last couple of games we've all been bowling really well at the same time, so it makes my job easier. And then in turn it makes everyone else's job easier so I think yeah, we've got a really well balanced attack and um, it definitely helps me as well. Yeah there's no doubt about that, that there's some real bowling partnerships and maintaining the pressure no, no one's really letting up it's uh, it's it's a terrific unit there. Uh, in terms of what you saw with the way Queensland go about it do you talk as a bowling unit and and maybe look at how you can improve on maybe the way they went about it on this pitch to how Victorians want to bowl there? Yeah, that's a benefit of bowling second. Um, you get to see what the other team do and see what their best bowlers do. And um, we were pretty focused on, or same as last game against New South, when uh, we bowled second there, we thought they bowled a touch short and we wanted to be a bit more, a bit fuller, uh, attacking the stumps all the time, getting forward defences, especially in the guys' first 30 balls. So <clears throat> uh, nothing changed today. We are pretty keen on that. That was a message from this morning. Um, our batter said that was the hardest ball to hit. So, yeah, pretty good indication from them. We certainly honed in on that. What does it look like for tomorrow morning? Well, I suppose after play today, there's a bit of recovery for you, as, as Will shared, 16 overs out of 55. It's quite a heavy workload. How do you freshen up, ready to go for tomorrow? Yeah, uh, I'll probably go have an ice bath now, try and get my temp body temperature down a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, shower, home. Get the train home, actually. Um, and then, yeah, a bit of dinner. Try and get a good sleep. Um, then up in the morning, see the physio before we get going. Well, it seems like a pretty straightforward game plan for tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, Adam White, you've got a few questions? Just one, really. I mean, you love bowling here. How much of it is just getting yourself through this game, winning it for Victoria, and how much of it is that sort of more broader conversation around, you know, getting, making sure you're playing cricket for Australia this summer, particularly at a place like here where you play so well? Yeah, I think that's probably been um, a bit of a not tough but I sort of get a bit frustrated when I'm playing game on game off like I do sort of have to look at the bigger picture um, 
but of course I want to play as many games for Victoria as I can. Uh, but knowing that there's five tests in Australia this summer and two more after that, there's pretty much a seven test summer, so there's a, there's a big workload coming up. Um, but yeah, playing game on, game off is sort of a little bit frustrating because I feel like sometimes it takes me a while to get into the, the next game instead of when you're playing every game, you can sort of get in, you're just rolling, you're going. Um, but yeah, I sort of look at the bigger picture the last probably week or so, I got a bit frustrated during a couple of one-day games when the ball wasn't coming out as I'd like. Um, but yeah, now I feel in a really good spot. And so are you going at 100% or do you have to bring, you know, hold a little bit back so you are primed for, for later on in the summer? No, I'm going, yeah, pretty, pretty much 100%. Like, I'm not... If I'm playing a game, I'm going um, full tilt. So, yeah, that's, I'm trying to find rhythm um, in the nets and then going into the game, I just, I just want to be... Not concentrate, I'm not thinking about anything else apart from trying to take wickets. And you've just bowled a really long spell before walking off the ground and literally speaking to us. I said to Willie, do you feel tired? Like, are you exhausted? Because it's not just the bowling, it's the fielding and time on feet. How do you feel after 60 overs? Uh, yeah, oh, I think I bowled 16 out of, in about three hours. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> um, feeling a little bit, a little bit puffed, but yeah, I sort of, the last half an hour, sort of knowing I was only going to bowl three or four more overs, then it's going to be the end of the day. So, um, yeah, freshen up tonight and go again in the morning. And one final one, the satisfaction getting Uzi out. Australian teammate, uh, a big wicket for Victoria, obviously late in the day, and he's such a high-quality batsman. Is that extra special for you? Yeah, I felt like, I was just saying to Harry before, I felt like the over before, I bought a really good over, and he pretty much every ball hit the middle of his bat. So, um, yeah, I... Yeah, my game plan's pretty simple. I just tried to bowl a couple more bounces to him in that over. I don't know if it messed up his feet, but I felt like it was a decent ball to get him out. Um, but yeah, having them five down with their captain out makes our job a little bit easier tomorrow. Thanks for joining us, Scotty. Appreciate it. Next to Scotty Boland is Marcus Harris, who hopefully will be an Australian teammate later on in the summer. I'm not going to embarrass Harry and talk too much about that. I'm more, I'm more interested in... The uh, five or six pairs of shoes you've got sort of lingering around. Why do you need that many pairs of shoes? Well, they're my runners. They're my fielding shoes. They're my training volleyball shoes. And they're my batting shoes. So can, I, can we have a look at the batting shoes? I'm interested from a spikes point of view, just the half spikes. Is that, are you worried at times about getting your feet stuck in a, in a, in a pitch? Or why only the half to the foot? I think I move quick enough to worry about getting stuck. Um, there's a guy in Sydney who does these, and I've always liked having like these rubber sort of ones that are a bit of, still a bit of traction, but not like the spike sort of traction. So, there reminds me a very long time ago, before you were probably born, of the Puma Sheffield shoes that used to wear in junior cricket. Now, in your locker, you got three cricket shirts. Got a couple, another one on, one in there. Hopefully, cats washing another one at home. <laughs> How many do you have each? Do you get like an allocation? What have I got? Three short sleeves, two long sleeves. Yeah, that's all right. Now, I can only see one bat. Yeah, they're all in here. How many do you carry? Because I think this is something that people love to know. Five pad, and then I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven bats. And how, which one do you know that actually is your best? Or are they all actually the same weight and all, all sort of... All similar. Um... I just used yeah, I used this one last week, so I used it again. Um, it's a nice bat and it didn't break, so I just stuck with it. What's the weight? It's actually written on it. Lockie Dinger normally writes it on there. If you like 2.9 and a bit. Yeah, see so it says MH29.
So, okay. Uh, yeah, he looks after me pretty well, Lockie down at Kookaburra, and whatever Locke says, I go with. You still got the shadow bat? Yeah, that's what it is? Yeah. Yep, very good. And the gloves, the last question around your equipment. Now, Steve Smith actually carries a bag of gloves with him to games. How many do you bring with you, and how quickly would you change gloves? Yeah, I haven't quite got as many as Smudge. I've probably got six for playing and a pair for training, and then probably change like every... Or try and go till drinks, but maybe half an hour. It just depends how the day's going and how much I've worn them. And then they dry out and you use them again. It's not like you then chuck them out and get another, another no, one. No, no, I don't chuck them out. But, um, yeah, it depends how you're batting. I <laughs> didn't start great, so they've lasted a bit longer than normal. But um, got a bit more wear and tear the last couple of games. And one final one on your game. Obviously, we've spoken a lot about this on, on the coverage, the Shield coverage about the 164 last week and then the runs again yesterday. How much better are you feeling about life now you have got those runs on the board as you sort of work your way into the season? Yeah, it does help. It's not like... Uh, it's just annoying as a batsman whenever you're not making runs and to miss out a couple of games in a row is frustrating. But um, to have bounced back the last couple of games and to get another score yesterday was good. So just one less thing to worry about too much. Um, but yeah, just understanding that the game the game's difficult and you, know, you can get conditions like that where it's tough and not easy. But... Um, yeah, feeling a bit better about my game than what it was a week or two ago. Tony Dottermade was next to us watching yesterday, so I just had a word to him, so things are, things are on track. Now, you'll go home now. You talked about your wife, Kat, but you're also going home to your son. Max, what's it like being a dad? Yeah, good. Cat, poor Kat's been one out. She was one out all day yesterday and all day today, so I'll go home and feed him and look after him and change him, and hopefully he goes down quickly, but who knows? But it is great, like it takes your mind off the off the day straight away. It was brilliant to go home and sit with him last night. He's just starting to smile and laugh and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I've enjoyed it so far. So hopefully he's minimal work tonight. Appreciate you having a chat to us. Um, good luck for the rest of the match. No worries, thank you. Marcus Harris. All right, Bryce, over to you. Where are we going? Well, I thought we might grab the Victorian coach. He's uh, just debriefing a little bit with a few of the, the players here. And uh, we need to let him go and uh, catch up with his son's under-11 cricket game. But... Day two, uh, what, what's your role now? Victoria in a pretty powerful position. 300 runs, you, you probably wouldn't have anticipated that at the beginning, declaring after being sent in on that type of wicket. Yeah, it was, you know, it was a bit of a, a tough toss to lose, but um, I think a lot of our batters are in form, Brycey, so um, you know, we knew if we could get a couple of partnerships together, we'd, we'd be okay. And then, and then the news filtered through that um, no Nisa and, and Steckity, that was, that was a bit of a relief, obviously, when, when they had won the toss. So um, I thought we batted outstandingly well. It was a, it was a really tough um, pitch. One of those pitches I think you just never feel in on. You can always get a good ball, as, as Usman um, you know, received at the end of the day today. So um, you know, we, did, we did fantastically well, and then we backed it up with the ball. We've, we've bowled really, really well. We've created chances. We've beaten the bat a lot. Um, and we just needed a bit of luck to, to find the edge, and, and we did. You look like a really happy coach, and that, that's really pleasing. I, I suppose around the group that's pretty important to be uh, relaxed and enable the players rather than getting some tension around them. How do you cope with that when there are those tense moments? Um, you probably have to ask the players, I think, that. But, um, yeah, look, it's... it's it's, it's one of those ones, you don't want to ride the roller coaster too hard. Um, you know, there's times when, when things aren't going so well and, and um, you know, you, you have to call it out. But um, equally, you, you, you know, the, the, the game's playing out the way it is. Let, let the boys play. Um, 
they've got to got to learn the game as well. We've still got a young group, um, but you know they're they're doing really well. And I think we we had a a bit of a tough start to the year. We had a we had a um, a tough road trip really to Perth and then to Mackay to probably um, the tougher challenges WA away, Queensland away, and that was a um, a bit of a setback. But since then, I think we've played really, really good cricket, um, and we've continued to do so in this game. And it sets up really nicely, doesn't it, for uh, the, the remainder of this game um, and a move off the bottom of the Sheffield Shield table. Um, what are you looking forward to most, I suppose, with how the game is, is structured now um, and, and what you're endeavouring to do um, first thing tomorrow? Oh, look, I, I like the, the fact we, we set the platform um, after day one with the bat and from there we could really drive the game. It was up to us to... Um, to, to drive to drive it and, and and we have I think with with the ball you know the, the way we've gone about it we've been attacking we've kept the slips in we've kept it full um, and, and we've taken wickets so so it's the same from here on in you know it's 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 really up to us to to really um, put the pressure on Queensland and 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 then if hopefully we can bowl them out probably go out and bat again um, and, and be quite positive and then give ourselves the best chance in that last innings. Thanks, Buck. Appreciate it. I want to talk to Sammy Harper. And Sammy, come over and uh, introduce the SEN audience to Doug Warren, who has made his debut in this game and has just taken his first wicket and carried on quite remarkably after taking the first wicket. What was it like? Left arm, tall, orthodox spin. What was it like keeping to it? Because there was bounce and turn. Yeah, there was lots of turn and bounce, Whitey. Um, yeah, he told me in the nets the other day that he had a 122k arm ball that none of the opposition would know about, and that was his first shield wicket. So, um, yeah, no, I was very excited for him. And as, as you could see with the crowd, there was a few excited uh, Trinity or Melbourne Uni people there. So um, at one stage, I think we thought that he was going to run into the crowd and join them for, for one of a quiet can in the afternoon, and uh, no, we were all very excited for him. Now, Doug, Doug, you've got to come over here. Put your shirt on and come over here. We've got to have a chat to you. It's exciting, though, when someone makes his debut and, and makes an impact. Yeah, it is. I think from yesterday morning with Simon Mackin coming in, that's always exciting, having a hat presentation. I think, uh, yeah, 874 for Doug. And, it's, yeah, it's always proud when someone new comes into the group. And then, um, yeah, we were laughing yesterday. They did a pretty easy first day of first-class career. Just uh, we were talking about the top ten golf courses we've ever played down here. And so this is a bit different to Melbourne Uni. And then, yeah, this afternoon when he, when he got his chance with the ball, we were all for him, and as you just said then, Whitey, uh, yeah, great turn, great bounce, and a pretty lethal arm ball, hey, Dougie? Dougie, congratulations on your debut, but to get a wicket on the MCG, living the dream. Absolutely, living the dream. Dream since I was a little kid, playing cricket in the backyard with Dad throwing balls at me, so couldn't have asked for it any better. Were you nervous? Absolutely, I was absolutely bricking it. Um, I had a lot of build-up tension, so I started cramping after I bowled four overs, so... It was just a bit too much nervous tension going on, but after taking a wicket and running on like a, carrying on like a little pork chop, um, yeah, it was a bit too much, but it was a lot of fun and couldn't have asked for any better. That moment of taking the wicket, the arm ball, the LBW, Jack Clayton, one of the best young players in the country, and then the celebration. Can you remember much of it? I know it was replayed on the big screen many times, but what can you remember of the moment? It was a bit of a blur. I was pretty happy with how I'd set him up in the three balls before, and I thought it's time to let the arm ball go. Um, and it came out nice, nicely. I normally uh, miss a little bit to the left-hander, so it was nice that it came out. I was hitting middle stumps, so after that it was just take off and, and don't look back. I like celebrating a wicket, so it was nothing too new. That was awesome, mate. Congratulations. Well done. Thanks for having a chat to us, Doug. Really appreciate it.
And Sammy, well done as well. Cheers, Whitey. Thank you. The Vicks are going okay. Come on, Bryce, come over here. We've got to talk to Fergus O'Neill because Fergus is one of my favourite players. We've only got about 90 seconds to go. Ferg, what do you think of the celebration? Was it a bit over the top? Uh, you only get one goal at it, so I'm happy with it. It'll, um, it'll, it'll be remembered for a while, I think. The MCG, you, you're having a lot of really good memories here with the bat and with the ball. What's it like for you, a young player coming through, where the MCG is your home field? Yeah, we love playing here. We know we only probably get to play one or two games a season here, so we try and make the most of it. And, um, yeah, we've done that so far and hopefully we can continue that for, for the rest of this game. And the pitch really does suit the way you bowl, doesn't it? it it's just absolutely tailor-made for you. Yeah, I've been lucky a couple of times. I need to keep, uh, keep Pagey on as the curator. But, no, I think it's, it suits us all. We're bowling well as a, in tandem. Uh, the four quicks and, and whether it's Toddy, Dougie or, or whoever have been going well and having success. So, yeah, as I said, hopefully we can keep that going for the remainder of the game and, and season. Fergus, thanks for your time, mate. Thanks Appreciate it. We had to get uh, Ferg in for a quick chat. We're off to a break. We're heading back upstairs. We're going to talk to Daniel Cherney live from India after Australia's big win over South Africa. You're listening to Sports Day on SCN 1116.